0: Hey everyone and I'm back. So um, this is more centered around humor and dating in my 40s and things I've experienced. These podcasts will range from 5 to 10 minutes. I, this one might go a little bit over but we'll see how it goes. So something that I thought would be fun to explore is the concept of attachment styles and this is such an interesting area of psychology I'm not a psychologist at all. Um, I, know, I don't think I've ever talked about myself in terms of what I do. I work in tech. <laughs> um, but I, I've been reading about different ways that people interact with each other in life, whether it's romantic or social, professional, etc. And the question that I always have when I interact with someone, regardless of which silo they're in in my life, is why do certain people treat each other the way they do? Or why do they react in certain ways? And I don't mean in like overtly shitty ways, but I mean everyone has an expectation from their partner or their relationship and how people should respond. But where did those expectations even come from? And why do people react to things differently? Why are some people insecure or jealous? And the belief is that it stems from something called attachment theory. Which was developed by a psychoanalyst, uh, John Bowlby, and I think further sort of examined by Mary Ainsworth, who studied the quality of how the bonding between people shapes how individuals relate to others and respond to intimacy throughout their life. Um, And they really looked at how your primary caretaker, so... Whether it was your mom, dad, brother, siblings, whatever, made you feel whether it was safe, whether you felt understood or frightened, etc., as you were developing as people, right? Because you're never fully developed until you hit, I think you hit about like your mid twenties or something, is so when your brain is like really fully developed. Um, and there are four types of attachment styles. There is secure. Um, and though that type of style is uh, people who are empathetic and able to set appropriate boundaries. These types of people tend to feel safe and stable and more satisfied in their close relationships. And while they don't fear being on the, their own, they do usually thrive in close and meaningful relationships. But I feel like that's true for most people, right? Um, but the important, the important part is how do you secure attachment styles behave in a relationship. And so there's a few things that kind of stand out here. One, they appreciate their own self-worth and are able to be by themselves and are able to be themselves in an intimate relationship. Two, they find satisfaction in being with others and openly seek support and comfort from their partner, but they don't get overly anxious when the two are apart. Three, they are usually happy for their partner to rely on them for support. Four, they're able to maintain emotional balance and seek healthy ways to manage conflict in a relationship. Uh, five, and then when faced with disappointment or setbacks or misfortune, people in secure style, who are have secure attachment styles, um, are resilient and they're able to bounce back and they don't, you know, basically take... Whatever happened to them, and agonize about it for years or days or maybe days, right? But but years on end. Um, the second attachment style is ambivalent, or also known as anxious or preoccupied, and these individuals tend to be overly needy, as you know the label kind of suggests. Um, and people with this attachment style are often anxious and uncertain, and they lack self esteem. they do crave emotional intimacy, but they do worry that others don't want to be with them. The way that they act in relationships is they want to be in a relationship and crave that feeling, right? But they struggle to feel that they can trust or fully rely on their partner. Um, Two, being in an intimate relationship uh, tends to take over their life and they become overly fixated on that person. And I feel like, these things you can probably relate to this or you know someone like this. 3. Um they find it difficult to observe boundaries and view space between them and their partner as a threat, which can sometimes provoke panic or anger or fear uh and thinking that their partner no longer wants them. 4. A lot of their self-worth rests on how they feel they're being treated in a relationship. So obviously if they're being treated poorly, They think of themselves as not being deserving. Um, Five, they feel anxious and jealous. You can kind of see where this is going for this type of uh, attachment style. The third one is avoidant and dismissive. Instead of craving intimacy, these people are wary of closeness and try to avoid emotional connection with others, and they'd rather not rely on others or have others rely on them. And I will be completely upfront and honest here. This was me in my 20s. Um, uh, One, you're, you know, um, this particular attachment style is they're an independent person and they are perfectly happy to care for themselves and don't particularly feel like they need others. Two, the more someone tries to get close to them (laughs) or the needier a partner becomes, they tend to withdraw. Three, you're uh, you know, the this this emotion or this style is comfortable with their emotions and partners often accuse them of being distant and closed off. Um, and then in return, of course, people in the style assume that their partner's too needy. Um next is they're prone to minimize or disregard their partner's feelings or keep secrets from them. Um Next is, they may prefer fleeting and casual relationships to long-term intimate ones, which was totally me <laughs> when I was younger. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and then the last one is uh, disorganized and disoriented, which stems from intense fear, often as a result of childhood trauma, neglect, or abuse, and... Unfortunately, for these- this attachment style, they tend to feel they don't deserve love or closeness in a relationship, which is super super sad um, They may find intimate relationships confusing and unsettling and often swinging between emotional extremes or love and hate for their partner. They might be sensitive towards their partners and selfish and controlling and entrusting. They may exhibit negative behavior patterns and possibly abuse to alcohol or be prone to aggression or violence uh yeah, and so the reason I thought this was really interesting is because when you learn about different attachment styles, you maybe I'd be able to identify like how you felt or maybe some things you've experienced in your past relationships, and I have definitely um, experience, not the disorganized, disoriented, but usually I experienced the ambivalent or anxious preoccupied and it drove me batshit crazy. Um, and the healthiest of course is the secure style. And like I said, the, uh, the ambivalent, uh, the avoidant dismissive one was definitely me for a very long time. And a lot of that had just had to do with how I grew up, but, It took me many years of working on myself to get to a secure attachment style. Um, My life was one of like constant self-soothing and management of my own life, but I've always been very self-reflected. So as I grew older and analyzed my parents and and things along those natures I recognize that they did the best they could from how they grew up and what they knew and how they were raised because my parents didn't grow up with much money or any money and um I'm also not white so they so my parents both also grew up with um and they had they had a much harder life than I do now And I don't blame them uh, because I know they love me and I know that they really did try their best, but I I will credit a lot of my growth to my brother because he was the one who almost raised me when my parents didn't. So I think the most important part that I took away as I grew into who I am today is being able to forgive and move on and having a plan for how I can improve and not repeat those own mistakes, like with my kid. I connect with people really easily now. And of course I'm confident in who I am and I have a strong sense of self-worth. And I will admit that once I establish a rapport and trust with someone, I am good at communicating my needs and feelings and opinions, but I'm also really good at stepping back and listening to my partner. I do struggle though, when I'm in a relationship that's out of balance, Like my partner, like I said, is one of those other attachment styles. And I do exhaust myself trying to work with them and understand them and communicate them, or communicate with them, rather. Um, And the other interesting part of this is, according to a study done in 2018, that most women actually score higher on anxiety, and men score higher on avoidance when it comes to relationships. Um... And the reason I, so the reason I'm kind of bringing all this up and the reason I wanted to kind of introduce this, this subject, if you will, is because when you do start dating someone, it's good to consider these different styles. And if you really care about someone, you want to try to continue and grow that relationship in a positive or long term way. Think about them and what they're bringing in terms of how they behave and how they act. And think about how you want to interact with them and how you'll work with them to make your relationship a really positive one. I am one who, I definitely follow that mantra of like never going to bed angry. I am not a yeller. I don't throw things. I like to talk things out and make sure I understand everyone's point of view to see if we can kind of reach a status quo, if you will. So this one was definitely a little bit more serious than some of my other stuff, but I hope everyone has a great week and I will chat with y'all next time.